1: Welcome to a Good Talk Spoiled Golf podcast. I'm James Richardson. I'm joined by, as always, by Barry. Hey, Barry.
0: Hey, James. How's it going? Good to be back.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, anybody who would like to get in contact with us, the Twitter handle is hashtag a good talk golf and the email is a good talk spoiled at gmail.com.
0: Well, you we can get a hashtag going, but you can tweet us at a good talk So, yeah. just to be pedantic. Can, you can get us on both. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll pick it up.
1: Um, so, any. Plans. Were you playing at the weekend? Were you practicing? Were you doing anything?
0: I haven't teed up a ball in 2018. It's, oh. like a, it's a late winter break. Um, yeah, I've had a, my other sport is temp in bowling. So I've been sorting out some new bowling gear and getting back into some competitions with that. So uh, I've kind of had a busy three weekends, and in the middle of that also included a uh, trip to Edinburgh with the family for um, a family birthday. And so. I haven't had any golf, but I've got two rounds booked this weekend. Really looking forward to it. I think I will nip to the driving range just to loosen the golf muscles a bit. Um, Then just go out and have a bit of fun. It'll be my first competitions in Paris Court, so uh, game on, I guess.
1: I went up to Mark last week for a lesson in the freezing cold, in the snow. Um,
0: Did see that there was a lot of snow.
1: There was a lot of snow. And in fact, that photo doesn't do the snow justice to how much snow there was. And uh, worked on a few things. Everything was grand. Hitting balls really well down there. Turned up on the first tee on Sunday. Air shot! You <laughs> did <laughs> air swing? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, so anyway, I ended up, I think I had 16 points for 13 holes in very, very miserable weather. We were soaked. It was sodden. It's so wet up there that it's actually, to even find relief on the fairways at times, oh. you just actually couldn't do it. Um, remarkably, the... Greens were still, now they were slower than I've ever seen them up there. Okay. But they actually were still pretty good. Still rolling pretty okay. Yeah, like really slow. But like, to be I was amazed both myself and Killian when we went out. We were kind of surprised, like it was lashing. It had been lashing for about four days, I think, at that stage. And there were visible puddles all across the uh, the course. But uh, we checked and um, yeah, it was still working. Yeah, uh, it was still open, and uh, we played, got to 13, looked at each other, and we looked at the 14th tee box and went, nah, we're going in. Yeah. So, we went in. Yeah. So, yeah, air shot. Air shot, air, first.
0: air shot, okay. Well, I mean, the day can only get better from that, and it's, even on one of your worst days in drew's Heath, that's better than your the point average laughed, kind of thing, you know? so.
1: so yeah. it was, anyway, it is what it is, like, I'm mm-hmm. not too bothered. Um, so... You're playing twice this week. I'm playing Sunday with you. Am I playing on Sunday with you? Yes. Okay. So hopefully the weather. Fingers crossed. I just need dry. Don't even care it about cold. I just need dry.
0: It is dry at the moment. So the so the so my multiple golf uh, weather apps tell me on my phone. So uh, fingers crossed it stays like that.
1: Well, it is winter golf. So anybody getting out... And um, at a good talk as the Twitter handle let us know if you got out over the weekend, and uh, if you're back working on anything, let us know that as well. Uh, news this week, uh, I suppose the big news was the new Voki SM7s have been uh, pretty much released. Um,
0: they look very pretty.
1: They do look pretty, and they they've kind of continued this idea of um, you know the all the 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 F grind, the S grind, the D grind. Is a I think one new one this year. I think is the S grind, which was uh, the byproduct of work with Steve Stricker for yeah. feedback. Uh, well, I
0: think I was reading on that. It was like for square faced wedge shots, clean swings, kind of strict. Just think if you swing your wedges like Steve Stricker, that might be one of the wedges you get fitted into. Um, but it just seems like they have an option for every type of swing and player and every type of shot. So, and be able to match it up to what your, your course is or the types of courses you generally play. So
1: And if you go onto the Titleist website and you click into the SM7s, mm-hmm. um, you can do a test and answer a few questions and it will then suggest three or four wedges for you in terms of the gapping, the grinds, the rest. We always say if you're going to get any gear for 2018 or any gear ever, go and get fitted, especially the likes of your, your wedges or your drivers. They the fitting is important. I think, I
0: think for every, every club in the bag, in our experience at this stage, it's for every club in the bag. You sh- if, if you can afford that little bit extra, which it doesn't usually cost that much extra to get fitted. Well, normally we you're only paying for the fitting. Yeah.
1: You know, the clubs don't come any more expensive than if you buy them out of the bag. Yeah, no, you unless you go for a very for, specific, yeah. like the amount Shaft. of shafts that are available now, stock shafts are so good that it is worth going and getting fitted. The amount of detail that I was reading about the Vokey SM7s just have my head spinning and I have a fairly good knowledge of golf and golf swings I actually wouldn't be confident in going into a shop and just taking one out of the bag and going yeah that will do even if it was the same shaft as I had in my other clubs or anything like that just the amount of bounce the amount of grinds the amount of degrees making sure you have the right is it 4 degrees of separation is it 6 degrees like, there is so much, like, the wedges have just become so, and not just titles, all wedge companies have just become so technical now that, like, I think out of anything, it's the one bit that you'd need to actually go and get checked. They're a re- like, they
0: are a st- like probably like, the most important part of the game, like, that 100 yards and in, I guess. I mean, obviously, putting at the end of the day, you know, gets the ball, and there's a final shot that gets the ball in the hole, but... Now, if you can get up and down from inside a hundred yards, having your wedges most you know the most suitable wedges to your game um, will arguably contribute to the biggest drop in uh, in your handicap and um, ability to score better. So, I, it's it's uh, there's certainly one thing I will be looking at, and I'm very intrigued by the SM7s. I will, I would not I would not trust myself. I mean, the the utility on the website is very helpful for for guiding you towards a decision, but you can't beat the eye of a professional for, and also if somebody, if that professional happens to also have a, you know, say a track man, and, you know, a launch monitor to be able to see what the, what the different wedges are doing, they can re, you can really get it down to like the, the guaranteed right wedge for you.
1: And also I suppose, kind of when I was looking at it during the week, I thought to myself, if you're going to pick a club that you want to be confident is 100% your club you know, is right for you, right for your swing, right for your course, you know, because if the course is soft, you want something else. If it's hard, if it's linksy, if it's parkland, do you use your 60 degree out of the, out of the sand? There's so many variables that you don't want to be getting, you know, coming down the stretch of your medal or your, you know, your local competition and not trusting the, the 60 degree or the 58 degree where at least if you're fitted, Mm. you know. That's that's my that's
0: suited for me. The club's gonna perform, and it's just down to you to put a good swing on it. And if you do, it'll do what you uh, what you know it does uh, yeah. from your practice. So
1: that that was interesting. Sure, check out the SM Sevens and let us know what you think at a good top golf. And um, Scotty Cameron are coming out with new putters over the next couple of weeks. Not that James's I James's wallet is slowly um, opening. <laughs> but uh, just saying, they there, I got a I got an email that was like. <laughs> from Scotty obviously it was one of the math well. direct like, from Scotty yeah, directly from yeah. me and it was just like <laughs> soon to be announced the new rage and I was like turn it off turn it off turn it off when is it coming in so two hours so, later
0: you were through half of the golf forums online finding out all the little yeah. tidbits about them
1: I don't know what I'm going to do with gear this year I don't know if I'm just going to just stick with everything I have and just play through and see because like I don't know I haven't decided I'll have a have a think.
0: Very close to a full bag redo. I, uh, yeah, no, for sure. Priorities are a, are wedges followed by a driver. And then the irons might happen. You know, it's five years since I got my irons. That's, that's a long time. I'm not, not a sprightly 30 anymore.
1: Yeah, but sure. Maybe you need to go to those uh, senior sticks. The senior shafts, Yeah. 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 Extra extra kick. (laughs) Um, all right, well let's, let's move on. Look, um, Last weekend, the Abu Dhabi Championship HSBC was held in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. I suppose this tournament is really the start of kind of twenty eighteen. I know it's a wraparound and blah blah blah, but this is really kind of the the start. A lot of the big names back: your Henrik Stenson, Paul Casey, Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson was over. Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood retains. By a very impressive 65 and one of the lowest if not joint lowest round on Sunday so it's hard to say that a guy who shoots 66 68 67 65 for 22 under wins but this has got to be a huge confidence booster to Tommy Fleetwood going into 27 2018 I've already seen articles this week that you know on this kind of form you shouldn't really look too far beyond Tommy for kind of the Masters as an outside pick. He, won't, really he won't be an
0: outside pick by the time the Masters comes around. Well, round.
1: you know, at the end of the day, we still will have the usual belling of mm. your Rorys, your Dustin Johnsons, your Rickies and all the rest. So he's going to end up in the maybe 8th to 12th or 8th to 16th spot, that kind of Fair. betting yeah. amount. But he's probably going to come in at 18, 20s, 25s. Like,
0: it's going to be a good price. He'd be very popular at 25s, I can tell you that. Look, it's just, the guy's got, his game's in serious shape. He's got a phenomenal long game and now the putter is working as well. Like, he's holding those couple of big back-to-back bombs in the middle of the final round. and
1: And I think that's the impressive thing with Fleetwood because he had a lot of big names breathing down his neck. Like, Rory was there to pounce. You had, you know, Thomas Peters was there. Henrik Stenson was there. Matthew Fitzpatrick. Like, but he didn't throw this away like he didn't he didn't just scrape yeah. over the line he went out and just put a 65 on the last day to really?
0: blitz through it it's the six birdies on the back nine in windy tricky conditions that's the most impressive thing and uh, when when it comes to you know Sunday afternoon two bogeys all week in 72 holes like that's uh, that's masterful control of your golf ball so um, <laughs> Who knows what's next for Tommy? He's on he, the last year, almost a year now. Has been amazing, uh, really, really great to watch, and
1: very close to top ten if he is. Um,
0: I mean, if he can keep this going um, all the way to the Ryder Cup, and he's in great form, the Ryder Cup, he'll be a massive asset for us in, uh, in Paris. So,
1: but to be fair, okay, let's talk about the Ryder Cup for thirty seconds here, right? Looking at the the, the world rankings, looking at the players, John Ram has just gone to world number two you got Rory McElroy after a very impressive week. To be fair, what, six, eight weeks or however long he's been off. Mm-hmm. You can probably say two years because of the fact that he's been kind of not in a full season for quite some time. Like, the 69, 66, 65, the first three days was very impressive. Oh, of yeah. You know, there was times that it was real vintage Rory. A Rory on that form is, is going to contend all year long. You have thomas Peters who had a superb start to the uh sixty uh sixty five sixty seven didn't make it on to the sunday mm. fell away at seventy two but hey there's thomas Peters He'll There we got out. rory Matt, uh, tommy fit uh, fleetwood um, thomas peters you know Henrik stenson paul sergio, won, sergio won john Mann, you know paul Dunn, in fairness you know nineteenth last week you know who else could we say you know um
0: you look at Rafa Cabrera Justin Bio, Justin Rose. Terrell Hatton, Alex they are the kind of well might try the guys who are trying to sneak into that twelve. Um
1: Like there is there is a lot of depth in this in yeah. this group that could you know and, and not just turn up but compete and but, really kind of give like everyone's saying all oh, the Americans have won and blah 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 and we all know that it says it every year and that's only because like you got your Justins and so on and so forth. But on paper right now, I wouldn't be saying anything close to this is a, you know, this is going to be a walk in the park for for the Americans. We all
0: take the world rankings with a little pinch of salt, but as it currently stands, it's a very colourful board between America and non-Americans. So I think this could be one of the deepest Ryder Cups in terms of uh, strength of both teams in history, the way things are going. It's... uh, it, it's Right now, it's looking to be an exceptional Ryder Cup with um, very few weak links in either team.
1: The, the problem, I think, for Thomas Bjorn may end up coming at the other end where it's going to possibly be four, six, maybe even eight guys who are very, very bunched mm. who don't make it on automatic. And then it's who do you take, who do you not take? Do you take a uh, Henrik Stenson? If he doesn't make it but is close or something ridiculous, some, James, come on. <laughs> do you take like Rafa cabrera Belo who might not make it? And you know, so there's going to be a lot of permutations. Do you know where and and, and that doesn't even include, say, kind of the Grey McDowells who might come back into form and make a run. There is so much left. I don't want to be Thomas Bjorn having to look at that five, six, seven players who are going to be very, very close. And you're going to have to say to quite a few of them, you're not going. And big uh, names.
0: I, don't know. I, I want the op- I want that problem. I want a problem in my decision to make. I don't I'm want... It's, I don't a good. it's a good problem. problem. Yeah, but good. I think the it's problem great. that
1: he'll have is there's going to be a lot of big names that he's going to have to say sorry. Like, Sergio might not get it. You know, you might... Like, Sergio if, might not get it. If you miss
0: out, play better. Like, that's... You know, that's the thing. Of course, there is the captain's picks at the end of the day and he might favour somebody... It's very slightly over somebody else other than just on pure merit. There might be some factor that goes in there. They could be a slightly better team player or whatever. But if you want to make the Ryder Cup, go play better. That's that's the simple equation. And if you don't make it, of course you're going to be gutted. But the, well, you know, ultimately,
1: right now, if you were a Ryder Cup wannabe player, you know you're going to have to play your way onto the team. Because, be because your name doesn't matter whether you've won majors or no majors. Right now, there is no guarantee that there won't be that seven, eight, nine players, and you'll be one of those nine that haven't made it mm. and waiting for the captain's pick. You know, and that's that's the thing that is going to be so interesting with the way the European tour is structured now, the likes of the the Rolex series, it's going to be an absolute shootout for these guys to get on the European to get on the European team for the Ryder Cup.
0: And you could say, I'm sure, if there's a. Podcasts in the States are saying the exact same thing about their team. There's oh, yeah. so much talent in the American team. I think this is gonna be uh I'm very excited. Um uh, but it's only January, so let's not get too excited. If in terms of
1: the golf at the weekend, um Abu Dhabi, you know, it's that kind of it's that Middle Eastern swing that's taking place at the moment. On this kind of form, you know, you can kind of see a lot of those players, if they're going across to Dubai this week, being very much in contention again, you know Tommy Fleetwood, Matt Fitzpatrick, who just loves playing out in mm-hmm. Dubai and Abu Dhabi, Rory McIlroy on form. I don't know if uh, Dustin Johnson is staying around, but like
0: no, Dustin, do, Dustin's not getting a one point six million dollar appearance fee this week, so he's not staying around. Surprise! I know, yeah, shocking.
1: Perhaps what we're because we are looking at kind of. Dubai and Abu Dhabi and so on. Do you have the betting for next week?
0: Next week, I do. Yeah. So for the Dubai Desert Classic, we have Rory, uh, market leader nine to two. Sergio fifteen to two. Tommy Fleetwood twelve to one. Stenson twelve to one. Matt Fitzpatrick sixteens. A bit of a jump down to Tyrrell Hatton at twenty fives. Thomas Peters Ross Fisher who had a great week last week and must be gutted he didn't win. Um, along with Brandon Grace, are twenty eight to one. Rafa Cabrera Bayo is thirty to one. Bert Wiesberger, 35-1. Pat Perez taking a little jaunt over to the Middle East. It's 35-1. to 1. Keep an eye for him. He's had some good news recently that his wife's pregnant with his first child, I, I believe. So uh, he, was, he looked pretty thrilled to get that news. Uh, Dylan Fratelli, 40-1. Alex Levy, 40-1. As are Louis Oosthuizen, Martin Keimer, Affie Barnrat and Torbjorn Olsen, along with our own Paul Dunn, are 50-1. And the rest of the field are outside of that.
1: Alright well I know we usually look at them towards the end any, any plans on any bets would will you be looking at a Tyrrell Hatton Well I was on him kind of he was joined 15th last week okay 10 shots off the win but sure so there was a bit of a gap between first, second, third, and kind of a nosedive after that.
0: I, uh, I joined um, Steve Bamford and Paul Williams on the Golf Betting System podcast yesterday, and which you can find on on the internet, golfbettingsystem.co.uk, and you'll find links to the podcast. Um, I had come for, gone for a couple of mid, mid-range guys. I was looking at Thomas Peters, who played very well last week, as you pointed out, and also, Ben Ann, who has had a couple of great results here at this course in uh, Dubai. And then, you know, a couple of others I was looking at were Thomas Detry. And also, Torbjorn Oleson has a sneaky great record round here. So even though he finished 53rd last week, Torbjorn tends to... His really great performances kind of come out of nowhere without any warning signals. Sometimes even off a missed cuts. so So... Um, you know, if you can get him at 50 to 1, he's there on Paddy Power. But if you can snap him up a little longer odds than that, or if you want the extra places, you know, have a shop around. He's uh, he could go well. So, those, those are the guys I was looking at. Um, Steve and Paul, they put their picks up on the golfbettingsystem.co.uk website. So, uh, you can see their picks and their logic behind them and uh, players form. At the tournament before, and also the current form, so can help uh, guide your picks for yourself, whether it be for fantasy golf or DraftKings or for uh, for your own personal betting. So those are the guys I'd be looking at. I would not be surprised to see one of the the very top of the market guys, you know, take take this tournament at all.
1: It would be interesting to see how Rory back to back, mm-hmm. whether or not he, uh, you know, is that the platform has the work off season. Are we, are we only yeah. at the start of the upward curve or was it just that he liked the week and the, the weather and all the rest? So there's a few interesting stories and threads that are going through. Can Tommy keep going?
0: It's just one other good point actually which kind of linking this to the Masters. Uh, the guys were saying that players who've performed well on this course in the past, which is the last two years, Sergio won here last year and then went on to win the Masters. Danny Willis won here the year before and went on to win the Masters. So there seems to be a good link in the way this course matches up the skills required for this course, how it matches up to the skills required for Augusta. So certainly worth keeping an eye on guys who enjoy it around here or go well this week or show signs of good play. And if they've had any success around Augusta before or even just getting top tens there, uh, could be a good little uh, hint for helping shape your master's plans.
1: I'm going to put my hands in the air for a moment and I'm going to say I'm starting to turn my... Opinion around about Danny Willett. I was listening. Well, I was watching quite a bit of the golf over the weekend, and Danny Willett, who obviously had to pull out after the pro am because of another injury to his back, mm. went into the studio or went into the commentary box, I should say, and did about an hour and a half. I really liked him. Yeah, he he actually as a commentator, I. Don't think i still stand by he'll never win another major and blah, blah, blah. Right now, I'm mm-hmm. not sure he'll play another tournament, let alone play. But there was something I just didn't warm to him at the time of the Masters. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was. Uh, I just didn't, didn't warm to him. I didn't like him. Listening to him for the hour and a half, the honesty in the commentary box was so refreshing. You know, like, he knew how to call it. Like, you know, there was a one stage, just as an example, like, you know, Rose hit like, I think it three wood or something into one of the par fives. And he was like, just telling you right now, Rosie did not mean what he just did. Mm-hmm. He did not, he is not that good to land it just over the bunker and let it roll on out. Guarantee you, lads, he mishit that. And then he re-showed it. He goes, yeah, you can see it came off the toe. And like, it, but that was, it was just such a refreshing. And he's just his attitude, his at, his his personality. I think shone more mm. in that kind of hour and a half. So,
0: so he had more time to kind of let himself out, rather than the three minute canned interview at the end of a round where yeah, he I, might be happy or sad, and it's just he throws out a few cliched phrases. And, and I it. think,
1: in fairness, like all I read for about three weeks after he won the Masters was just him, like you know, two years ago, or whatever it was. Now two years ago, that like he was going round, like he was virtually sleeping in the green jacket, and like he was, you know. Show, like it just it never stopped it was like 43 hour benders and it was 40 week benders and you're just kind of like danny just go out and play golf and just win some yeah. more tournaments and you want it enjoy it i get it but three weeks later kind of move on and stop saying like i don't care i won the masters i
0: don't know i can't really blame the guy i mean he's it's a very human response to so, something such a bit such a big thing um Perhaps the sleeping in the jacket all the time is probably a little bit excessive. Maybe just hang it beside the bed. But look, that's cool to hear. Um, I think I think a lot of our opinion about Danny Willett is clouded by his brother's antics over in the states. Um, I, I think our opinion was me. I feel like my opinion on him was shaped a lot by that.
1: Well, all I say is listening to him in the commentary box, where perhaps he might be there a bit too uh, often over the next number of years. Because mm-hmm. clearly, is there, there's a clear problem there, and he just. It ain't getting sorted. I'm just um, all,
0: yeah. I'm just going to say, if it keeps Mark Rowe to a minimum amount of uh, time oh on yeah, Sky Sports, I'm all for it.
1: So anyway, let's look at uh, stateside. The Career Builder Challenge was taking place at La Quinta in California, and uh, this went to a playoff between John Rahm and Andrew Landry, both finishing at 22-under. And... Um, Went deep into, uh, deep into the playoff. Uh, four needed, uh, 18 three times in the 10th, and eventually John Ram wins it with a birdie. And you can't, again, similar to what we said about Tommy Fleetwood, if you go out and you b- win it by birdie, Andrew Landry can't complain too much about no. the fact that it wasn't like a, 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 a par wins it. John Ram went and got it. I, it solidifies John Ram's level in this game. He does go to world number two in respect of it. But he's just loved over there, and quite clearly, he enjoys playing over there. And another guy that seems to turn up and competes every single time he mm. is playing in a tournament, he is there or thereabouts. He's he's just I
0: mean, what is he doing? He's surfing like a a wave at the moment. It's amazing. Um, Land okay, just gonna say something like La- Landry. Even though he didn't kind of technically give the tournament to ram he had some phenomenal opportunities in um in the playoff and hit a couple of uh, a couple of loose putts and then a couple of weak putts and uh he'll feel like he's let, he let a chance slip um but you know uh ram nailed the putt and landry didn't so uh you know not quite back to the drawing board but you know take the experience and learn from it and uh, go again and make it happen make it happen the next yeah. time and like, Ram, Ram can get to number one this week.
1: Like I, 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 think the meteoric rise of John Ram is a phenomenal achievement. And yet again, another guy that we're talking about Ryder Cup. Like he's guaranteed, he's there. Like you know, put his name down beside Rory's. He's going. Mm. But it's interesting to see John Ram, Rafa Cabrera Bello, and Sergio, three Spanish guys all pushing each other, similar to what happens with the South African guys, similar to what you see with you know the Jordan Speed and the Justin Thomases and the Rickies. You find these little pockets of connections, whether it be nationality or whether it be univers- something that brings a group together. When one guy goes and wins, the other guy wants to win. And you can see with John Ram and Rafa Cabrero and Sergio, they're all kind of, pushing forward because of what the other guy did. And this year, John Ron again, is another player deep into the field. We could make an argument right now for him to go to the Masters and win. I don't know what he is for the Masters, but he's going to be fairly short sure odds. How far, like, do we just, do we not know and won't know for a while? Or can we start saying this boy is really special and can we just start giving him the Tiger Woods tag that we've given everybody over the last ten years? Because everybody Mm-mm. talks no, about no, oh, man. John Rah, like
0: nobody's gonna get that anymore. Like, you're, know, everyone's gonna have their hot streaks and hot times. Um, okay, you go do- if he goes and dominates the game for the next ten years, that who, h- that'll be something else.
1: Do you think John Ram is the kind of guy who can compete week in, week out, and pretend like? Is he play like this week? Is he looks like he's got to that
0: level of consistency France. that we've seen Dustin Johnson have over the last couple of years now, where it's very rare that he's not floating around the top twenty at worst. Um, and Ram seems to have that ability to get there and, and do it on very you know in varying manners, uh, you know, to grind it out or to go on a bird you know, on a birdie run um, to a low scoring. He has his game is very adaptable. You know, he's won. He's won here in Ireland at the uh, on a Lynx course. Uh, he's won there uh, last week. You know, it's, he, his game just seems to travel so well wherever he goes. He's he's going to be a threat, pretty much on any golf course. He tees it up. I don't think I can't I can't I haven't seen any massive weakness in his game. I don't know if you have. No, um, I,
1: I think I think his temperament can be. I Sure, think there, there's I times think where his temperament yeah, might fair. let him down in terms of the swing and game, all that. But, I don't think yeah. so. I think it just depends on what kind of attitude sometimes he can turn up with. But I think he's got that better than now than perhaps he... Because he, he himself acknowledged that yeah. as a weakness. So oh, God, yeah.
0: Look, he's only, what, 22, 23? It has to be scary. He does not look that, though. No, he does not. He looks like he 28, does not look he looks that. 28 like, 29. Like, let's be fair to him.
1: If I put a picture of what I look like at 21, 22, 23... Slightly more I look more 12 like or 13. 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, look, the it's got to be i mean a, not a little bit worrying for the other golfers but Ram's temperament is only going to get more calm collected and mature as he goes along so if his game stays where it is and his temperament gets better and his thought process is you know becomes more clear he's only going to win more and become more consistent so uh, i'm sure his game's going to improve uh, as he, as he grows you know as he gets more experience as well he's uh, he is he is a superstar right now
1: and Let's look further down, just to look a little bit locally, Seamus Power, great, top tied 11th at this event, 70, 66, 65, 70. Guy who only just retained the card by the skin of his teeth last season needs a fast start because as much as we're waxing lyrical about John Ram, it wasn't the deepest of fields of the world. I don't know what the average world ranking would have been for this event, but it wasn't. So for Seamus power, it's great that he's he's putting the money in the bank now, before six weeks, eight weeks from now, where there is a lot stronger <laughs> field, perhaps. Yeah. Um, like there was a, there was good names. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't it wasn't what I call a category one field. No, no, not um, at all.
0: But uh, yeah, no, great start for Seamus, and uh, you know, seems to have picked up a few little bits of form in Hawaii, and you know, great top eleven there, and hopefully. Um, Hopefully he can go on to maybe put himself in contention some weekend. Be really cool to see.
1: And that's going to be the key for him when he does knock on that door. Can he? Can he see it through? Mm. You know, and that's going to be the next test for him. And surprise, surprise, John Ram is the returning champion to this week's tournament in the Farmers Insurance at Torrey Pines South in San Diego. Betting wise, it's going to be hard to look past the guy who's just won. And is the returning champion at in this same, event. At the same venue. Um, yeah. At the same venue. So the farmers insurance is taking place. Tory Pine's betting.
0: Is yeah. John Rahm is favourite at fifteen to two. Uh, Ricky Fowler then at twelve to one. Matsuyama sixteen to one. Um Justin Rowe sixteen to one. Jason Day eighteens. Mark Leachman twenty-two. Tiger Woods has been backed into twenty-two to one. Um, We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Patrick Cantley, thirty to one. Tony Fino, thirty threes. Alongside Brian Harman, Gary Woodland, Charles Howell, Ali Schneiderjans are forty to one. brant Snedeker, forty five to one. He's got a great record around here, and um you know, apparently injury free now with you know, a few little changes to his swing. Uh, look, it was looking pretty good. Jonathan Vegas, 45 to 1. Shane Lowry, there's a boy who needs to get a bit of a motor on and a bit of consistency in the game. He's 50 to 1, um, as are Xander Schofield and Francesco Molinari. Charlie Hoffman, Brendan Steele, Kyle Stanley, Patrick Reed. Oh my God, there's a lot of 50 to 1. Then Phil Nicholson is 55 to 1. The rest of the field are 66 Bro, to 1. Who I think he doesn't play well
1: this week, goes outside the top 50. Nicholson. Yeah, he's wow. 47 or 48 this week. There's yeah. a couple of people
0: plummeted like Gray McDowell's dropped outside the top two hundred. I just saw that this week. It's
1: the it it well the idea of Phil falling out the top fifty and not getting it to yeah. the WGC's is just unthinkable at the moment. Now I think he'll stay in it and he'll go the other direction. I I I you've seen enough of him, you know he's going to go back. And um, you touched on it. Clearly, this week is a lot of focus on the genuine return to the PGA by Tiger Woods. Mm. Okay, he played at his own event. It's an exhibition. It's four rounds. Uh, other than a lot of sweating, you know, he did what he needed to do. He he played the rounds of golf, and and he played well. His putting was superb again. This is the real test, though. This is game time. This is this is Thursday, Friday. Do you make the weekend? Sure. Uh.
0: This is one of the the more difficult. So uh, this tournament, they play the Torrey Pines South and Torrey Pines North. They play the South Course three times and the North Course once. And Torrey Pines South is the longest course on tour, and also you know pretty much features in the top uh, top few most difficult golf courses year in year out. So it's a this is a big test of his game, and uh, there'll be. Pretty much every spotlight in the world, uh, in the golf world, will be on him this week. I'm, I'm, look, I, I don't know, trying not to get too excited, but extremely excited he's back, and I just want to see, I just want to see good things, that the good things that we saw at his own tournament continue, you know, pain-free swings, the ability to hit lots of different types of shots, the putting pretty good, and um, I'm important, you know, most important of all, I think, is that the chipping looks very solid. Um, I don't and think that I, was the
1: problem in 2015, yeah. like the yips were there, he was dreadful around the greens, and ultimately for these guys, if they're not getting up and down, mm-hmm. you know, 9 out of 10 times, 9.5 out of 10 times, you know, they're not going anywhere, like that's the reality, you know, he looked at times with his chipping more amateur than pro. Um, and if you came from another planet and watched him, I think you've kind of went, he's a what? He's, yeah. he's one of the, he, he 14, the all-time greats. He's one of 14 majors. Yeah. Um, and that was the thing that I think was impressive on the return earlier this season. The chipping was good. You know, I don't buy into this whole, you know, oh, well, he's out driving this person. He's out driving that. I don't actually care because ultimately these guys who are have always been 40 yards behind everybody else and still can compete. Mm. It does put the shorter stick in the, the club, so maybe he won't need to rely on the chipping and getting up and down because of the fact that he might be with a more accurate iron in his hand. Yeah. But they're the bits, to me, that's more interesting. The chipping and the putting. And that little bit of glint of genius that always, to me, has been associated with Tiger. That ability to do the impossible just when you need to do the impossible. Mm. And and that's what would be interesting. I'd love to see him over the weekend. I'd love to see the four rounds. There is um, plenty of stuff all over the internet this week in relation to Tiger Woods. Um, So, you know, if you're going to want to get Tigered up, you can pretty much go on any golf website, at all at the moment. And it's Tiger this, Tiger that. I'm actually surprised that John Ram's playing. Because all I knew was that Tiger Woods was playing this week.
0: Yeah. And mean, like, tiger returns. Tiger returns. You, tiger returns. You wouldn't want to be a fan of any of the other golfers playing this event. Because you're not going to get a huge amount of coverage of them this week. There's uh, It's it's really exciting. It If it all goes well or reasonably well. It is great for the game. Because it's another fun. It's another great element added into a a brilliant mix that's happening right now but
1: let's be honest it is exciting but it may be also a sideshow you know this year might be less about Tiger and more about your Dustins your Rory's your John Rams and the Tiger thing will be interesting as a a side counterpoint to that yeah Um, until he gets back competing at that level or competing for tournaments Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a lot of us talking this year about Tiger's playing this week oh it's great um, yeah. I hope he does well I ho- like the one thing I'd love to see this week is that he plays the four rounds he stays injury free and even if he's not competing for top 10 top 20, top 30 he makes the weekend, he gets the four rounds and he comes out of it not having to say I'm now cancelling my schedule for the next 8 weeks yeah, because yeah. I've done something and will he or won't he make the, ma- the Masters Like to be honest I actually don't care if he doesn't play another tournament other than the majors because that's when you want to see him. Um,
0: Look, this this is the week all the focus will be on him and I think once if this week goes okay and no major I don't know, crazy storylines happen out of it other than Tiger played okay and finished in the top 40 or whatever then it'll revert to him, him being another element of each tournament going forward that he enters in and Another exciting storyline to talk about for the week, alongside all the great ones that we have. Um, yeah, let's do it. I don't know. Um, fingers, so Brian, fingers are you crossed, on, fingers crossed. Uh, on Tiger, God no, not a twenty-two to one. The thing was, I, I was, we were kind of talking about this last night on the again the golf betting system podcast. We Paul Williams thinks he's slightly underpriced. He thinks he should be a little bit higher. I. I agree, um, but what I said was when we were talking about him, he was 25 to 1. I said, that can that price can either make you look really stupid for not jumping on it because it's Tiger Woods at 25 to 1, or else it can look like the shortest price ever if he bombs completely. So, um, yeah, I guess the this one will be looked upon with hindsight. I, I'm not making a prediction either way. I, I'm just there watching Tiger and Hope this week. My uh, the bets I, the guys I fancy to go well this week are Patrick Cantley and Ali Schneiderjans, and the reasons for that is they both have very good long games. Cantley has been incredibly consistent. I think he's missed a cut in forever, and um, they both plenty long enough to cope with this golf course. And the other kind of emotional factor I went with is that. Uh, this is where John Rahm kickstarted his winning, winning uh, on the PGA Tour, and neither of these guys have won on the PGA Tour yet, so they might kind of make that little connection in their heads and go, "Here's a chance for me to to have my go at being a John Rahm or getting to you know what he's done this year." And final factor on Cantley was he grew up in Long Beach, just up the road uh, from San Diego, so that's uh, those are my two guys for this this week in uh, Torrey Pines.
1: All right, uh, great news. Just got an email there while we were talking and uh, Scotty Cameron have released their new select. Uh, I've just received the email. <laughs> I, will, I will be looking at that straight after this. All the select models, uh, the new ports and, uh, and, and various other ones. So anyway, I'll be coming back to you on that next week.
0: You will be, yeah. <laughs> um, two putters deep into a purchase, I'd say, by uh, 8 o'clock this evening.
1: A um, little bit more excited another week on for this, this season. Yeah, like this this slowly one, ramping up a little bit the excitement levels. Last la, okay, last week yeah
0: the tour was back in mainland USA, but it was a pro am and you're like mm, it doesn't really feel like it. this tournament feels like okay we're at a big big golf course one that we all kind of remember, um one that tigers had lots of success in in the past which is why I suppose we we remember it so well. This one feels like the year starting to ramp up on the PJ tour, um,
1: and it's your return. And it's your return. Oh, I'm not sure. Like your yeah, 2018
0: yeah. starts it's, this week. I want to keep that kind of low key. I don't know if, I don't want to attract too much attention at the start of the year.
1: Wait, well, before they revoke your membership and they realize they got a dud. That would that's very possible. Yeah. So, uh got to hope that it would be interesting to see how the drainage is up there this week is uh, it needed to drain a lot. It hasn't so been raining too much, which crossed, is hopefully, good. Uh, hopefully we'll get out.
0: I'm I'm just happy to get back out golfing again. So uh, it's been it's been a nice little break. It's like kind of got, it's got me very eager to you've play. Hit
1: the gym. You've toned down. Did not hit They'll the gym. Look, your glutes are down. like fired. You're ready to go.
0: Now there's a I'm going to have to figure out how to use a Christmas weight as part of my swing for. Uh, oh, yeah.
1: sorry. It was like, what's a Christmas weight? Yeah. And I realized you meant your weight. Yeah. All right. Well, sure. Look, um, I'll see you Sunday. Yes. And uh, we will see how Tiger gets on by then. Hopefully. He will still be there and we can talk about it in the golf course. Anybody wants to get in contact with us at even A Good Talk Golf, even hashtag A Good Talk Golf if they really want to go that way. The email is a goodtalkspoiled at gmail.com and uh, I suppose we'll talk to you again next week.
0: Bye, Mariana. Well, goodbye. Bye bye.